welcome to Resilience Unraveled. I'm your host, Dr. Russell Thackeray. This podcast is the result of my fascination with health issues, resilience, performance, mental health, accountability and critical thinking, along with many of the other obsessions I bump into in my life. I spend my time working with highly successful teams, organisations and people, and this podcast introduces their remarkable stories, as well as my synthesis of the key issues, tips and strategies to thrive in life. If you find this podcast useful, you can also find other information at qedod.com or russellthackeray.com. Stay tuned to the end for details of how to order a free ebook. Enjoy the podcast. So, my time hosting um, podcasts, um, my colleagues and I like to meet all sorts of different people. And today we've got someone really different for this for our audience. I'm talking to Ninja Win. So, hello there, Ninja Win. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm extremely good. And where in the world are you talking to me from today? I'm uh, today. Uh, I'm from Boston, Mass, U- USA. Fantastic. Great. Well, I mean, um, I know I've heard what a ninja is in terms of the movies and such like, and I've seen all sorts of things. But um, tell me a little bit about um, yourself and what you do. So uh, I'm uh, from Vietnam. And I actually discovered martial arts at the age of four. Four years old, I was getting to martial arts, and the journey of my martial arts was very inter- interesting for me. Was uh, during the Vietnam War, my parents basically they was a fisherman, so they sneaked my brother out of uh, Vietnam to U.S. Right. Because at uh, because at that time. It was, uh, if you turn 18, 17, 18 years old, they'll come over and they'll take you to become in the military. Right. So my dad did not want us to do that. So he sm- smuggled my brother out of Vietnam. And uh, as a young child, for me, I asked a lot of questions. So because of that, my dad put me into martial arts. So basically kind of like put me have more focus or less distraction on asking too many questions. So that's how I discover martial arts as a young age. Right. Okay. So so you discover martial arts at what sort of age? Uh, the, the, today, uh, as today, uh, four years old, at the age of four. Wow. That, I mean, is, that seems very young to be doing martial arts. Is that is that usual to be learning that uh, that young? Well, you know, in, in the now when I teach student, actually, is younger than that. But at that age, it was more like uh, my dad. I asked too many questions, and uh, he put me in there. So right now, I see a lot of kids that younger age they get into martial arts too. So right. So so you were four. You start learning martial arts. So tell me about how your right life rolls forward from that point on. So throughout that process, my dad was still, you know, trying to smart people, you know, my brother, my sister, to U.S. And then during that time, I was training martial arts. And then at that time, about two years, my dad actually got arrested uh, in Vietnam. And then when he get out during that time, I was still training martial arts. And then when he get out, and he basically decided to smuggle us to U.S. Right. And the journey of um, come to U.S., it was like, you know, we was basically stopped into an island called um, Pulabidong. It's like Malaysia. Right. And then we actually got discovered to um, move over to uh, the camp. And then we stayed there 
for uh, six, seven months and then was transferred to a refugee camp in Philippines. It's called uh, Purubatan, Philippines. Right. And then we stayed there during that time. So basically, kind of like waking up in the morning, you know, getting in lines to get food uh, and then going back home. So basically, the whole camp was, uh, all refugee was in there. Right. And so what age did he get to the U.S.? Um, 1980, so by that time I was 10 years old when I came to the U.S., yeah. Scary journey. Yeah, you know, for me at that time, was a young child, so more like a discovery, but when I get older, I look back, I'm like, wow, that was a tough journey there, you know, for us. Yes. Yes, and I suppose you have to make sacrifices and you have to make do and you have to, you know, put up with a lot to do a journey like that. It must be very, very tough. Yes. So okay, so you arrive in the U.S. So how does so what starts to happen then? So when I came to U.S., it was something that I discovered was you know of course I loved the snow at that time as a young age and uh, and then I realized the next day I realized that hey you know I'm not just Vietnamese anymore I'm like you know there's other culture right you know that I live with and the main things that I have to adjust right now is understand and learning English yeah and you know and so basically is that I was trying to learn English but as a young age you know I didn't know what was like the easy way to learn right and then throughout that process was more like well you know what you didn't speak my language so you are a stranger and then we I'm dealing with at the same time at that time was more like um, that time was like racist the races I discovered like was that because they're different culture. And in my eye at that time, I didn't understand racist was. But I understand, well, you're looking at me, I'm looking at you, you don't know each other, and then we just start to kind of like create what I call um, anger, you know, talk with each other. Right. And, and then during that time, the only thing that for me, it was uh, connecting with me it was learning the English yes. because to survive in this country, I need to learn the English. Yes. And the only place that I learned throughout that, find my discovery with the martial arts. Right. Because in through martial arts, I know the punches in my language, but I don't know in English. However, at that time, you know, the uh, there's a school that they speak English in there. Every time they throw a punch, they call a punch. You know, yeah. so I learned, I'm like, well, you know, that's a place that for me to learn. So every day, instead of like me go to school, go hang out, I went to the gym, that gym, and I didn't know what to say. And I just sit there and hear what they said. Wow. Each day, every day, and then this guy invite me to step on the mat and just start, you know, kicking, punching. And that's how I learned uh, the language. That's fantastic. Well, so you learned the language from the things that you looked doing in the first place. Yes. Okay. So, so obviously you've worked in the U.S. and you've learned English, and and you now you run your own school. Is that right? Yes, correct. Yes. So, 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 so before we get to that, so tell me a little bit about what a martial art is. What I mean, because we hear the terms a lot, but what is a martial art? So everybody, everybody have different definition of the martial art. Some thinking is fighting. Some thinking about um, self-defense, okay? Yeah. To me, it's not so much about um, self-defense. It's not about um, 
fighting is about finding yourself. Okay. Yeah. What I mean is that the the, the mantra have a component, couple of things. Okay. Right. The component of meditations, stretching, and component of working with partner. That's relationship, building relationship, not just yourself, but with the other person. And how to challenge by using a technique, not hurting the person, by learning to control your own self. Right. You know, and how do you learn by uh, uh, what I call the implement? Because most of the time when you learn a skill, to be fast learner, you have to be able to do two things. You can take the information. Once you take the information, you can execute the information. Right. You know, so in a martial arts standpoint, you learn the technique, you, you'll be able to apply, see if it working. You know, and I believe that life should be the same because when you go to school, same thing is that you learn something, you have to execute. You don't want to collect the information and you're not using it. Right. So basically, part of what a martial art is is learning a set of skills which are about physical movement and such like. But you also mentioned meditation and such like. So, I mean, that's very good for people's mental health. So, so tell me how, that, how, how that's involved. So, the, 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 um, the mantra, the concept of the backdrop of the mantra and how I wrote the book too, is that when you came into, in, in life in general, is that when you come into a, a mantra gym, we have what we call bow. You bow in the class, yeah. and then we do a meditations, and then so basically it's kind of how how you relate it in life is every single day you basically you choose to wake up or you choose not to wake up. So when you choose to wake up, that means you're bowing in, you I know, yeah. you know. And if let's say you not choose to wake up, you still bowing in to stay in bed, you know. So it's like bowing in whatever the, the commitment that you're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. And sense. then take a moment on meditation. So meditation is about just checking, checking with yourself. Okay, knowing, knowing what you're breathing, what your thought is, and and in in um, what I call in not martial art, what we call um, uh, grateful. You know, take a moment of like grateful of your day. Yes. So meditation, meditation is about that. Knowing that what you're grateful for. And what you need to focus on, and you know, and and that's why, you know, it's like the concept of martial art is already out there, and and not a lot of people look in martial and say, well, you know, they have meditation, they have stretching, you know. Yes. So for for so that makes a lot of sense. So the bowing in is about choice, and that really makes a lot of sense. And then there's a moment of meditation, and then after that is it about the skill piece. It's about the stretching, but then it's also about and, and there are different types of martial arts. I mean, I've heard of Kung Fu and Jiu Jitsu and all those different types. So that, is that then about learning the movements so you can actually interact with somebody else? Right. So it's like the, the, the concept of after what you do, the meditation, and then you have to do what we call the, the warm-up and then stretching. Right. Because the warm-up, the same thing is about knowing, okay, like how you choose it. So, for example, if you go into a group, you need to warm up yourself, understand the persons, knowing yourself and knowing what your challenge is and how would you how would you want to share. Because it's the component of the class is about teamwork, it's right. about relationship, you know. And then after that is about stretching, is about like how you be able to 
um, create flexibility in your life, you know, on situations, you know, and, and that's what martial art is about. And that's how it related to life for me was like using the martial art skill on the mat and outside the mat. So in a way, is it, so, so you're talking about getting to know yourself and then you're talking about building relationships with other people because I'm supposing that if you're, you're going to be fighting them, you need to know what they're capable of and you need to know yourself quite well. Right. So for example, for example, choosing, you know, when you, when you don't know yourself. So uh, let's say if I come stand in front of you, I have two choices to knowing, to choosing in to know you. Yeah. Okay. Or choosing not to know you. So a lot of times people are not choosing to know you. They have their own self on like self-trust. They don't trust the other person. That's why they're not open up. Right. And training with a partner, you need to understand where your challenges, and how did you see your challenges out, and how would you deal with the challenges with your teammate or your partner to share so by that way you can grow together. So what you're saying here is that the the march the fighting actually takes place between two people. So it's knowing how each of the you react to each other. Is that what you? So you're working together. Right. So you you use you have your partner yeah. by uh, the word that I like to use is called elevate. You elevate each other and grow together. Right. And you know it's it, it's about relationship, not just yourself, but with the other person. Because when you choose to work with your partner or your teammates or your friend, you need to understand the other person, and you need to be able to knowing that what their challenges and how can you work with the challenges that you're not hurting the other person by working on your own uh, control. Right. And so, so, so one of the key things you said is first you need to learn, learn know more about yourself. And so you talked about your thoughts and your breathing and such like. So, I mean, I, I think this is a really useful thing. So, so what are the techniques do you, you build to begin to know yourself? Is part of it? It's part of it knowing about your sort of emotional state so you can manage the, how you're feeling. Correct. So, for example, the, the process throughout your day or process throughout when you wake up in the morning. Right. And it's not, a, it, it, let's say, let's talk um, the concept, let's talk about ma into mantra. When you step into on a mat, okay, what we call is you know that you're going to train. Yeah. Okay? So you're committed to train. However, things in life, there's always challenges face your way. So you you bow yourself, you know that you're going to commit to train. However, when you do uh, meditations, you scan your body, you focus on your breathing, and then you realize that, hey, you know, my body is too tight. Uh, I have too much stress. So how can they acknowledge that and then kind of focus on? So... You know, in working with a partner, you need to share with your partner and say, you know, hey, you know, I have, uh, let's say I have my shoulder injury, yeah. okay? When I throw a punch, can you make sure that, so by that way, you still perfect your technique, but you're not hurting me to get worse. So that's what communication is about, and under, understand yourself, and then share with your other partner, so by that way, they don't make it worse, so by that way, you don't look at the person and say, well, you know what? Because of you, that's why I'm hurting. But reality is, you have to choose in, you have to choose out, or you have to communicate with the other person so they understand 
to know what your need is so they can support you by winning. I see. And I can see how it builds skills of um, really knowing your body well and becoming assertive, saying what you want, linking your feelings to another person. And right. and also listening to somebody else and um, and being concerned about them as well. I mean, these these are big skills for people to learn, aren't they? Yes, and I think like a lot of time, it's not about. And I I I seen this as for me, when you share somebody your challenges. Yeah. To me, that's a lot of courage. Yeah. Trust. Okay. And you know, self trust and. Trust with another person that you share with, knowing that the other person on the mat to support you, you know. And I think that in the mantra world, you have to see that first for you to really gain, you know. Because if, if you don't see uh, the challenges that you have and you don't see that there's uh, your teammate there to support you and you don't want to share, then it's, it, it's a question for you is do you want to grow or you don't want to grow, you right. know. Right. And I always tell the students that, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yes. So, so if you start to learn a martial art, I mean, um, obviously you're learning these thinking strategies, you're learning the skills, but I mean, it can go into competition, can't it? And I mean, it can be used for real fighting as well. And I mean, I see the Olympics, you see martial arts, a variety of them taking place. I mean, yes. how, do, how do you begin to build your skills and build your, build your, your um, you know, your progress as a martial arts specialist? So I, I, you know, for me, and I can only say for me, for me as a martial artist, that um, I always believe like this. If you can't control yourself, you can't control your opponent. Right. Okay. What I mean is that when you fight with anger, you always lose, you know. Right. right. You, you have to understand is that it's a game of learning how much you want to learn. Okay. Right. Yeah. And it's not about, it's not, you know, some people look at it like they win it. For me, winning is you learning the skill that you see yourself, that even though your opponent beat you, right? Yeah. And do you learn the lesson that day? Okay. That's called, to me, that's called winning. That's right. life winning. Right. Uh, if you're winning and then you talk bad about the opponent, is that a winning attitude? And same thing that's about life is that you have to have the opponent to make you feel uh, a champion, right? But if you treat the, the, the opponent down, how can you be a champion? How can you call yourself a champion? And that's just my work. I, you know, everybody has a different way of learning in life. And I always believe, like, life, we should elevate all with each other because we live on one planet. We should all share and grow. Yeah. So these, these are very, very powerful messages for youngsters so so you mentioned you started when you were four um if you, if you have a child that wants to learn martial arts i mean it sounds like this is good for their physical fitness but it sounds like it's good for their developing their mind and their emotional common sense almost is, is, is that is so if if you're a parent and one of the children wants to do martial arts is is What's the advice? I mean, how do you start with them? I I would uh, number one, I would always ask the parents that okay, as a, as a I as a father myself, is that what do you want your child to learn? What kind of skill? Right. And I always say like this: Do you want your kid to have a better listening? Do you want your kid to have better focus? Do you want your kid to have better commitment? 
And a lot of time, a lot of time is, is you know, it's not so much at the kid because the kid, their goal is learning. Yeah. However, if a parent bring a kid to, I always ask is that, do the parent commit it to their kid? Because most of, the, most of the time, it's not the kid who give up. It's most of the time the parent give up. Oh, really? That's interesting. So because why, why because this, 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 day, this day, when you have a challenges, you have two things. You either want to grow. That means you want to find solution to pass on. Or you want to give up. And you have to look at the martial artist like this, the component of mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. Yeah. You know, and you have to ask yourself, like, do you, do you want to bring your child into a place that they can punch and kick, they can express their emotion and anger in a safe environment? Yeah. Do you find, so when, when people, when kids appear, do you... Do you do, you, do they mostly come because it's about self-defense, or is it other other reasons that, that children so mo approach? Most of the time, when the the parent bring in a kid in, because most of the other sport, they turn them away. Right. You know, because the martial art is not a lot of not a lot of kid that really go right way into martial art, um, because they usually most of the other kid they go into baseball, soccer football, basketball, and because they, they didn't do well, or whatever that is, they got turned away, and then they end up, the only sport that they can end up to is the martial arts. Right. But actually what you're saying here is that some of the skills that you're going to learn through martial arts will be very good for, say, coping at university or, you know, coping with life. It's, it's not just about learning the skill, is it? It's all these other benefits as well. Yes. And, you know, and, and I can only say for me because it changed my life. Right. It, it changed my life to uh, from going the wrong path to still where I am today with a father, you know, father and, and create a better community. And my hope is, you know, give more information out so by the way, young kid or anybody can hear and then they can, you know, decide to make a turn, you know. So, th so that's interesting. So... Um, I'm thinking about a lot of people who are burned out or highly stressed in their, you know, who are much older, maybe my age in the fifties. So how how could how could the martial arts help me? Because it's not something I thought of of as being useful for someone like me. I was thinking about yoga or something along those lines. But it sounds like um, it sounds like martial arts is 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 quite an interesting, different approach. So 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 how, so how would someone who's a bit older approach it? So I, I, I always ask uh, people the questions. When people come in, they say, well, you know, martial art is not good for them. And I ask them, I said, okay, so let me ask you this question. If I give you a, um, a component, okay, for you to one moment, if you can experience that and then you can change it, would you want to do it, right? So I asked the person, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to ask you to throw a punch and I want you to yell at us. Top of your lung. Right. Yell it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And tell me how you, you feel after you punch and you yell. Yeah. And people was like, wow, I didn't know that I feel so great. I said, it's the same emotion feeling that when you get anger. But a lot of time people are afraid to express it because they feel like somebody look at them and say, oh, you crazy. This guy crazy yelling. 
Yes, but, you know. You know but in the martial art, is everybody yelled together. Yes. You know, you punch, you yell, so you can't look over and say, well, you know what, I feel uncomfortable yelling. You know, it's one environment. Just like same thing if you're going to, if you're going to the, the, the yoga, everybody do the same movement, everybody breathing, everybody feel the same way. Yes. So the, the, the martial art is it just like a component for you to express yourself, whatever the emotion you feel in a safe environment. But you, but, you also, but you also see people who are practicing, say, Tai Chi, where there's less... It's a very quiet martial art, isn't it? Yes, but they have uh, what we call... They have that, what we call, breathing. Just right. like yoga, you know. They have certain movement that they channel to everybody breathe, you know. And, and it takes years in anything, period. It's, it's, a, it's a skill. Yes. The more you put the time in it, the easy for you to kind of learn to uh, maneuver it. Your, your breathing, your anger, your emotions, whatever that need is, you know. Yeah. And and I I believe that everybody wants to be flexible, okay? Because you know if you're not flexible, you start to get injury. Yes. You know, everybody want to have fun, okay? And I think the the, the biggest thing is that people now this day they have so much stress that they cannot. Um, Express. Yes. So if you do it in a bad environment, you know, uh, some people will, you know, uh, hit each other out on the street, or some people like, for example, you know, the, the situation that happened right now is like what somebody shoot somebody else, you know. Yeah. And you know, and in America they have the thing called therapy, right? Yeah. You go to therapy and they just sit there and listen to you, you know, and in what I call in the martial art. Is that's a therapy. You go in, you express it, you hit, you punch, you know. Yeah, very interesting. So, um, I mean, a lot of people know about martial arts because they're, you know, people are block, you know, chopping blocks of wood. And I think a lot of people get frightened that actually it's, it just makes you a better fighter. But actually what you're saying is it's really not about fighting in that sort of traditional sense at all. No, it's not. It's not about fighting. You know, for me, it's not about fighting. For me, it's about better person into uh, 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 anyone that step on the mat, yeah. and it's not about it's not about beating someone. It's about understand yourself, knowing that you can elevate each other from your own life. Because end of the day, you come in, you train that hour. Right. You know, you go home, you treat your wife better, you treat your kid better. You know, and that's what it's about. And it's not about, you know, you step in the ring. If you want to step in the ring, that's great. However, that's what it's not about. When I teach martial arts, it's not about, hey, I want to make uh, somebody a champion. To me, a champion is the one that trying to hold a family together. Yeah. Trying to hold, going to work each day, holding the job, take care of their health, take care of their mindset and kind of take care of the community that's whoever, where they live with, you know. And that's what it's about. And everybody have a different way of looking at champion, you know. For me, having a, a, a kid or a husband or wife or a single mom, single dad coming home, taking care of the kid, feel great about their life instead of, like, you know, coming home, deal with emotion, anger with the kid, you know. Because end of the day, is that's what it's about. And I know you've written a book as well. So what was the motive for doing that and what, what's in the book? 
So the, the book concept is about, you know, for me, it's the, the, the backdrop of the mantra is basically like the life lesson of each um, routine of the class. And it's how you use in your day life and as a mom, as a dad, as a teenager, you know, and, and that's what it's about. It's not about, it's not about punching and kicking. Right. Interesting. Okay. So, um, this has been, you know, I've learned so much today and I've never thought there was so much of this mental toughness and mental discipline in it. But actually, I like the way it links to the body as well. And that's a really, that's a really powerful way, isn't it? And you're right, building relationships must come out of that because you're working in teams all the time. Fascinating. Right. All right. And so if people want to get hold of you, learn more, get hold of the book, um, how should they do that? So my book is on Amazon. Um, so if you, uh, you type Step on the Mats, and it will show up, or you can type my name. My name is Ninja Win, is Ninja, and the last name is N G U Y E N. Or you can find me at uh, stepontomats.com or extremeninja.com. And if you have any question, I, I would love to answer you. And I noticed that there's, uh, yeah, like you said, there's, uh, there's, there's a way of contacting you on that, on that site and such like. Uh, absolutely fascinating. So uh, step on the mat and. Um, is the thing and extreme ninja.com and that's spelled extreme but without the first e so it's letter extreme ninja.com and it's, it's a really great site it's, it's, there's lots to learn on your site so i've just had been having a look through it as well it's it's really quite fascinating so thank you so much today ninja win it's been really fascinating thank you for that introduction to martial arts thank you very much thank you so much you take care take care i appreciate you Thanks for listening today. You can go to our site qedod.com forward slash podcasts, subscribe and see other titles in this series. Um, you can also contact us at info at qedod.com by sending us an email to talk about tough love leadership, accountability, resilience or avoiding burnout. And if you want a copy of our free ebook, which talks about the fundamentals of resilience, just go to the site and go to qedod.com forward slash free ebook and download it there. Take care.